Oh, holy hell, I think we're live. Where, where's 4K Vito? What the hell? Only HD? What is this, 2007? Damn it, Vito. the center of attention we have brad josh uh oh people are saying they can't hear you no sound speak vito speak let's see if they hear you now can you can you can you hear me can you hear me vito sound strikes again awesome hey now I guess we have to wait. Okay, they get here. Okay, okay. so now, okay, so should we start over? Google was always being professional. Dumb, I guess. Yeah, They're totally of professional. We'll right. come to expect this. Take, I think. Take two. Take two. Hey everyone, welcome to Cash Strength with HD Vito, Brad, and Josh. HD Vito. Woo-hoo. Woo! So yeah, so uh, welcome back, everybody. Good to have you all. Uh, the chat's uh, been nice and uh, active, which is really nice to see. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of people it's in here. Crazy active. Like even like a half hour ago, it was active. People are insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Good to see everybody. We've got uh, who do we got in here? We got Whiskey Wise, who busted our balls about not calling us out before. So Whiskey Wise, we know is Mitch. Hi, Mitch. How's it going? Hey, Mitch. Hi, we, we love you. Who else we got in here? Uh, Adam Brudner and Lissack. Yep. Mr. Mr. Chad Holly, Jeremy Sims. Yeah, so uh, we've got a full house, which is awesome. Um, so, Gretchen yeah. is here for some reason. I don't know. She was saying she wasn't going to show up earlier, but I guess she. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. She almost didn't make it. I think, which is weird because she's upstairs right now, isn't she? Huh? She's upstairs right now, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so how could how could you not join in on? Uh, oh, apparently you woke her up from her nap. Well, this is better than a nap, as um, the tens of you dis- can dis- uh, attest. Disagree, <laughs> disagree. Go go have a nap. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if you were asleep before, just give it about a half hour of listening to us talk, and you'll probably be asleep then. Yep. Don't scare away the sounds about right. If you're having trouble sleeping, it's okay. Yeah. There's like six previous episodes. You just but you won't get through even one. So you're good. You got plenty of plenty of sleep aids. So Brad, I assume you're in an undisclosed location in a safe house somewhere. Uh after- no, I, I escaped back to Canada finally. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. I have been all over the place the last couple of weeks. Had a trip to Toronto. To see mm-hmm. all Vito and, and Adam and a whole bunch of uh, Toronto people. Of course, Adam didn't bother showing up, but, uh, you know, what could you do? Shame. Adam, I shake my fist angrily at you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got home, and then a day later, I left for Austin to go do the Level 2 Psalm stuff, which was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, hang out with Josh and a whole bunch of people. You know, showed up to to hang out. Then that was cool. Right in this very room. Exactly. 
Mm-hmm. And then I went home for two days and then I left for Pennsylvania to go <laughs> do fake American Thanksgiving with the in-laws and uh, meet up with the cult of art bag people and uh, drank a lot of whiskey. Oh, then, too. So my liver is very, very tired. But that's not going to stop me from drinking a lot of Octomore in the next hour or so. It's, uh, it's just training. You were, you were just training for this yes. moment, I think. It was, it was a training montage. Yeah. Speaking of Octomore, let's, uh, let's let the people know um, individually what we all have in front of us. Um, I'm going to start first because mine is much less impressive than your, your two. So I'm just going to get overshadowed by you anyways. So uh, that's the truth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you lucky bastards, you. Um, so I have Octomore 7.1 um, with me right now. Um, it's in my glass currently. And I have a small wee sample um, of Octomore 10 that uh, Mr. Brad was generous enough to um, hand off to me. So, yeah, so I have two Octomores that I'm going to be drinking tonight. Well, I, I have I have those. I have the, the 7.1, which is what I have in my glass right now. And I've got the, the 10 as well, although it's feeling very light, so I don't know how much is left. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing about these Octomore bottles. You can never really tell. Uh, I guess black you can, ones, you you can, can tell like, what's in there. scratch the black off. A lot of people will like scratch a line through. Yeah, I think we talked about see. that in one of our previous videos. But I will, I will just interrupt really quickly, Brad. Sorry. Um, as professional as we are, your video feed is not uh, synced up all the way to your voice. Interesting. Apparently. Uh, Interesting. I'm not sure why that would be, but I could try to play with it in a second. All right. Anyway, anyways, uh, continue on. I also I might, have the 8.1, uh, which I will have a little bit of in a bit. Right on. Well, I've got, uh, what do I have over here? Got 7.1. 7.3, 8.3, and the 10-year. So lots of Octomore. Lots, all the Octomore. Well, not all the Octomore, but a lot of the Octomore. A lot of the Octomore. Yes. I mean, if if there was any more Octomore, we'd be Octocrazy. <laughs> oh. That was oh. awful. That was just absolutely terrible. I immediately that regret that one. That you should apologize. I f- you know what you know what that almost reminds me of? That reminds me of Pitch Perfect, where they like try to like um, acapella everything to like <laughs> words. So like, Ak, excuse me. And <laughs> yeah, that's rough. <laughs> oh have, my uh, goodness! Are the words coming out oh. at the right time now? I wonder. Now oh my goodness! Set my cam. Your cam is. Please start my mini cam. No, oh, uh, Adam's Adam's saying that Brad is an octo dad. Ooh, that, I, <laughs> that has so that, many. That's like the Octomom, but he, you know, just the dad version. Oct- no, o- Octo Dad is is an octopus that is pretending to be a, a human dad, uh, which oh. is actually a hilarious game. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure how to take that. Uh, <laughs> I I accept your compliment, sir. Just take it as a compliment. Exactly. Why not? Oh, it's fine. Yeah, just do it. Um, I want to directly uh, single out Daniel Treadwell for saying there is, there is no excuse for knowing anything about Pitch Perfect. There, there is one excuse that we will not discuss. Oh, please. Please, bring it on. No, we will not. 
this is this this is a G-rated stream. Since the uh, fuck when? <laughs> it's PG thirteen. How about that? Thirteen. The the only only excuse would be for um, a significant other. Uh, so that is all I will say. Fair. Okay. Fair. Uh, Vito yeah, doesn't so, kiss and tell. I do not. I am a gentleman. He's a, a gentleman. Professional, a professional sure. gentleman. Sure. Of course. Uh, so we were gonna pour. Uh, do you already pour the the seven point one? I, I did, and I just took a drink of it. So All right. delicious. I am lagging behind. So pour a bit for myself. So uh, I mean, let's talk about the uh, how these guys they're how they're presented, man. Like uh, obviously the most gorgeous, gorgeous bottles. Oh, the bottles I are think. crazy. Yeah, I they, love the they bottles. Look so amazing. So cool. Even though you can't um, tell how much is left, but that's fine. And of course, Octomore is the super heavily peated uh, Brooklady expression, right? Uh, this one's 208 ppm. And of course, ppm is one of those things that's hard to define what that even means, but um, it's in terms of how it comes across in the taste. And I think they're all cast strength, uh, I believe. Yeah, I mean, this one's 59.5%. Um, so beautiful bottle, super heavily peated, cast strength. I mean, you really can't ask for a whole lot more than that. <laughs> And even though uh, it's five years old for this one, they put it right on the bottle age statements. So you know exactly kind of the provenance of this bottle, um, exactly where it came from, exactly how old it is, exactly how heavily peated it is. Yep. Yeah, it's very, very, very cool. It's, it's, it's good to see that from um, distilleries, especially, you know, Brooklady, which, you know, is getting their, their name back out there after some right. time closed. So it's, uh, it's appreciated by the people that really care about uh, – you know, stuff like that. Exactly. And considering yeah. how peated they are, like it's just so well balanced. It doesn't feel super highly peated. No. I mean, I think it comes across more like it's not even smoky. It's more very earthy. Uh, super earthy. Just sort of complex. I don't know. You could describe yeah. it a hundred different ways, probably, right? Yeah. There's so much going on in there. Well, I know one way where I could describe it. <laughs> that's true that's true oh brad use your new level two. Oh, we didn't say anything let's oh. all congratulate brad for uh graduating uh the level two psalm course oh he yeah is now, he is now even more professional than before twice as professional at least mathematically speaking <laughs> it's it's double yeah exactly and the, um, and the chain is hilarious it's actually a double chain because they couldn't get thick chains for whatever reason this round. So it's so it kind of makes you like the Mr. T of whiskey yeah. now. <laughs> a little bit. It's it's like Mr. T flavor flav kind of a deal, but for whiskey. Flavor flav, yeah, that's definitely a good reference as well. Yeah. Look, listen, um, I want to try something out really quickly because so flavor flav. Now, so it. I get, I oh, get sorry, those references. What's that, Vito? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm sorry. I've spoke over you. So please level, please level two song. God, no. Talk <laughs> more. Talk more so I don't have to. Please, you know, save me. Save me. I've been gone for so long. I forget how to talk to humans. I only know how to drink with them. That's You're lucky we have a party now. Two weeks away. <laughs> uh, Jason Busey in the chat is wondering which Octomora. It's this is seven point one at the moment. I think we're all, all three of us are doing 7.1 right now, right? Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. 
Okay, so Brad, could, sorry, continue your tasting notes, and I'm going to do something and uh, show everyone when I'm done. My tasting notes? Well, I, I would go with, like, the, like, say you're, like, frying uh, a whole bunch of pork, and you just fry it just a little too much, and the grease just starts to get that little bit crusty and dark. And that the smell just wafts everywhere. It's it's that kind of like the leftover crusty, you know, pork leftovers. Like just slightly bacon. burnt bacon. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It, it always kind of reminds me of uh, like if I cook bacon or like maybe pork sausage on on over charcoal on the grill, it gets uh, like a lot of smoke and a bit of ash on it. Yeah. Always reminds me of that, but there's something also kind of hiding in the background to behind all of those, you know, big aggressive flavors. It's a bit like floral and sweet at the same time. It is, yeah. It's it's super like amazingly balanced. So like as peaty and strong as the flavors are, there there is a lot of other things going on in the background. Right. There's exactly. a. It's not. It's not like a sugar sweetness, but like there's there's definitely a, a sweet thing on the back yeah. end a little bit. Yeah, you can still kind of pick up on the the malty character in there, even oh. even just as heavy as the the smoke and the peat notes are. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was something that I don't normally do all that often, but I'm kind of coming around to. I've, I've watched like a few Ralphie videos and things like that where he describes adding water to whiskey, and it's just not something that I do that often. Um, I just, you know, never really liked the results that much. But the more I try it and the more I, I really focus on it, it can, with certain whiskeys, really make a difference, even like adding just a little bit. Um, and I tried it with uh, Klein Leash 14 earlier today, and I thought it did a really interesting things to that. So I wanted to pop some in the oh, 7.1 here. Oh, have you not added water to an Octomore yet? I don't, not that I recall, but I mean, okay. with a heavily peated I whiskey like, like this, I expect oh. it to make it more aggressive at first, right? It's, it's crazy. It's gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, it's gonna be a ride for you, I think. All right, so I got this little dropper. I'm just gonna do like three drops, maybe. I mean, I've never done that either, but I also, I, I, uh, I really do that with any whiskey. Yeah, it's so, there's, so much like high oil content and it's so balanced against the peat that the water just breaks the balance and does crazy crazy things with the level of peatiness you know right, I, so did, me, I did see yeah, an interesting for, comment for, for in the me, chat yeah. earlier uh it was john sorry john john v <laughs> uh I, i'm not going to attempt to pronounce your last name because just like mine apparently it's unpronounceable verse number uh, number <laughs> yeah, uh, like something it. where after a certain point of PPM or that that your uh, taste buds really just can't tell the difference. Uh, I I can see that. I mean, Le level up your psalm game, son. Yeah, that's where that's where that's what the chain helps with. Upgrade yeah. those taste buds, man. Yeah. I mean, um, Adam yeah. could probably We're tell the difference because Adam is an insane tasting note machine. But yeah, for mere mortals. Oh yeah, probably. So I, I really want to just uh, clarify what I was doing because a couple of people said, what am I looking at? Um, I was looking down. I was actually in the process of scratching out a little portion of the Octomore uh, finish so that I can see how much I have left. And it actually works. Unfortunately, because the backside is also extremely dark, not very much light 
uh, gets through to see it, but you can just sort of make out where the level is. Oh, neat. Well, maybe, maybe if you did some on both sides, it would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you could like on both sides, it would probably basically. be better. But yeah, it, okay. it took a little bit of effort, too. It wasn't exactly easy. Yeah, these are almost like they almost are powder coated or something. I'm sure that's yeah. probably not it, but it's, yeah, uh, they, they kind of remind me of powder coated metal, right? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, um, sorry, Jason. Uh, uh, Busey? Busey? Jason, Jason B. Um, I want to know how much I have left, and I have a lot left, which makes me very happy. <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth uh, Kennelty just suggested using a dipstick. So, you know, hey. Hey, you know, like you're changing the oil. because yeah, or, or, oil to oil idea. makes yeah. some bit of sense. T time yeah. to check the Octomore, oh, you know. Mr. Mr. Wade Condors uh, joined us as well. Cool! Cool! <laughs> Uh, yeah, use your dipstick, Vito. Oh boy, use it. No, I thought we were sticking with PG thirteen. What? I don't. This is going to be very, very awkward hey, very quickly. Hey, innuendos doesn't get us started next octomore. <laughs> right? Yeah, you'll need a few more octomores to do that. Won't take that uh, many. I mean, they're pretty high ABV. Yeah, the, the water definitely, um, I just swirled it around, kind of mixing it back up again, but the water definitely, you know, kind of cracks it open and uh, reveals some stuff that was kind of trapped in there before, I think. It got, uh, I got more more of the meaty notes that you were describing, Brad, uh, kind of came out. Um, I don't know, have you tried adding any water to it, Vito? Um, you know what, let me, let me do that right now. Maybe I'll top up a little bit. Why? Why not? Show. I'll top it up a little. For bit. science, of course. Oh, and then the, the the sweetness comes out a little more too. Um, Daniel, um, Daniel, uh, Mitch had a question, uh, a statement more than a question, um, saying that Daniel Whittington from the Whiskey Vault says that once you put enough peat in something, you begin to taste the subtlety of the peat. You go past just the main flavors of peat and begin to experience some nuances. Sure, I could see that. Yeah, you get, a, get used to that. like the primary notes of whatever particular type of peat is used, so you get the background stuff. Makes sense. Josh, how many drops did you put in? Three. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try a few more just for the hell of it. Okay, I put in. I put in about. I put in about three in a touch, if that's an actual a proper measurement term. Uh, and, uh, Phoenix Rising in the chat just said it. The seven point one always reminds him of uh, burnt ends. Oh yes, it's accurate. I I definitely agree with that. Oh, now I'm hungry. Nothing like some burnt ends. Now I want some some Terry Blacks, some Franklin, something like that. Honestly, that Terry Blacks, that brisket that we had, that when I came out to Austin was absolutely amazing. Right, isn't it? That's uh, we we took you there immediately from the airport. I think right. <laughs> We did, nice. yeah. Style oh, switch. We, you did. Gretchen is mentioning in the chat. Also, very good. Oh, style switch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this water first, ruined it. Not didn't ruin it. I shouldn't say that. Let me take that back. Changes it a lot for sure. It, it definitely changes it. It it made it sweeter. Yeah. No, it's it, it's almost like you get this kind of uh, icing sugar, right? Like a frosting. Oh, my, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really, really interesting for such a you know aggressive whiskey. I, I I gave Octomore to my sister 
one time and she's not, I mean, she drinks wine here and there and she's not a whiskey drinker really by any means. And uh, surprisingly it's that balance that I always hear Brad talk about. Uh, she thought, well, this is really intense and strong, but I don't, I don't hate it. Right. It's, it's, it's really interesting and complex, but it's got this um, crazy balance to it that uh, I don't know. It's, it's totally unique in the whiskey world, I think. Yeah, it's it's definitely intense, strong flavors, but it's not like harsh and spiky in the sort of normal way that people would call something that, you know, is very harshly like alcohol focused or, you know, has some other really spiky, harsh notes to it. Especially for being five years old, right? Yeah. Oh. That's... You know, that's usually when you find the, the older a whiskey is, the more sort of rounded off it gets, right? Usually. Um, not that I would call Octomore rounded off entirely, but for its age. Yeah, not rounded, but just balanced. Like, we say it all the time. It's just super balanced. Exactly. It's got, this, it's got this, the peaks, but it's, it's, it's like, the, 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 like the carriage is just steady. Yeah. Man, I can't get over the, the sort of... Frosting, icing, sugar. Yeah, it's really, that. it's weird. That sugary spike that, that you get with, uh, with like the entro, um, what is it? Is it uh, Betty Crocker? Right, and like a like a vanilla. Yeah, the de definitely the, just the vanilla. Um, Jason uh, B said uh, that he finds a small cube of ice in a really strong whiskey allows you to have tons of different tasting notes throughout your dram. I mainly do that with super strong 60 plus whiskeys. That's interesting. Yeah, you kind of chill it a little bit at first and then it melts and, and dilutes the whiskey slightly as you go. Yeah, so the ABV is sort of going lower and lower in sort of phases as you drink it. So you're getting different things. I could see that working. Yeah, yeah. Something happens sort of as a slow progression over time, right? Instead of just dropping water in there. Interesting. So let's let's. I kind of want to discuss that because I was just going going through my head. Um, I have a reservation in adding ice or water when I'm sipping whiskey, um, yeah. and it may be because I'm still um, relatively new to everything that I want to experience it at what the master distiller deems is good. Sure. Sure. And challenge myself a little bit. Uh, I don't know why, why. Like, what's your? Because I know Josh, you you'd rarely ever do it um, as well. But like, what what's your reason usually? I started uh, drinking whiskey bourbon specifically that way. Uh, you know, I went from like bourbon mixed up in things, Coke or whatever, to bourbon on the rocks, to bourbon with one single rock, to then drinking it neat. And now it's more about trying to experiment and learn rather than rather than challenge I, I guess that's that challenge is another word right but um to me it's more about okay if i try this whiskey neat how is that and if i add water to it what does that do how do i perceive it differently like trying to trying to learn more about uh that specific whiskey and whiskey in general when i do these things um my my preference when I'm not trying to focus on it is still to just drink it neat anyway. Right. So. Yeah, pretty much same for me. There, there are a couple that I might generally put in, like a couple of drops of water, just because I prefer it. You know, very slightly less ABV or whatever. Like uh, Booker's 
is, is, is a good example. For whatever reason, I get a ton more of the like dark molasses, like brown sugar flavors if I put just a couple of drops of water. And I really sure. like those notes. So, you know, a couple, couple drops of water and I can drink a little bit more Booker's because Booker's has a pretty good kick to it. Yes, it does. Uh, I had somebody at my work ask me, is, you know, words gotten around that I, I know and like my whiskey. And somebody came up and said, so, Booker's, thoughts? <laughs> I was like, uh, dangerously drinkable, be careful. Especially when it's free, right? Free yeah. Booker's. Free that'll Booker's is the best kind of Booker's, right? That, that'll get you. Um, really Jeffrey quickly. Trump, he knows. Really quickly, the Rockout Review uh, mentioned, I'm not too sure... Um, the context or if it was in relation to a specific whiskey or in uh, to the Octomores. But um, also speaking of which, um, they have a really good review coming up on Friday. So um, everyone head over to Rock Up Reviews, uh, subscribe and check them out. Um, they, they, did you guys watch the review that they, that the, like the review, the, the um, 10 second or the, the like reaction <laughs> yeah, videos yeah. That yeah, was, i did watch that today that was, that was so pretty good. hilarious that was I, awesome. I enjoyed that yeah that was that was really really good i love the concept of that you guys did a really good job so yes yeah, check check them out but yeah um the uh his comment was water is good ice not so much the chill just brings out a bunch of bitter barrel notes and kills the nose yeah uh, it, i cold cold turns down the volume on flavors in whiskey and in, and in cooking. I mean, it's like, it's like, think about eating frozen ice cream versus melted ice cream. The melted ice cream is like overwhelmingly sweet, right? It's like thick syrup, right. but when it's frozen, it doesn't taste quite as sugary as it actually is because you're kind of numbing your mouth with the, the cold of it. Right. Yeah. Definitely so, has uh, a, a high effect and it depends on the type of whiskey too. Like uh, a lot of bourbon high, especially high proof bourbon will hold up to ice a lot more. Oh, sure. And because yeah. the, the flavor profiles sort of typically in bourbon is a little more narrow than scotch and things like that. You might be muting some of the flavors, but you're not losing as much subtlety because they're, they didn't start with as much subtlety, uh, you know, in, in the sort of, scope of the flavor profile of the bourbon right yeah exactly exactly um the i i have something for the chat here i'm just going to pop that in there uh, it's a poll you guys can go check out just uh i'm gonna go put that in here right now and go ahead and go cast your vote uh, we want to know uh we know that Vito is a tiny italian and also a whiskey pixie but if he were a mario brother which one would he be would it be mario God damn it. Or, or Luigi. <laughs> Cast your votes now. Get on the poll. We're going to see who wins. Mario, Luigi. Now, remember, Luigi was always the one that, like, the little brother had to play. And that's always player two, right? Like, Mario is the hero. He gets the princess. So. God damn it. <laughs> this is how science is done. You just have to come up with a poll to bust my balls next time. Yeah. Don't worry. I got it. I got a good one. Okay. Uh, Let's let's. Uh, I want to just uh, go through a couple more comments here. Patrick um, said that he f he always only found one whiskey that um, that worked with him with water, and that was Abulor Abuna Abuhana Abuhamama Abuna Abuna. Um, we were actually me and him were talking about that last night. I, um, he was having some, and um, I we were discussing water. And he um, he really liked 
the uh, Abalor with the water. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, John Bedamanamana uh, says that he's trying the Elijah Craig barrel, barrel proof for the first time. And while straight out of the bottle is intense, I'm liking just a tiny, tiny bit of water to bring down the alcohol heat. Um, and it goes back to what Brad was saying with bourbons um, and American whiskeys. It works, seems to work a little bit better uh, for bringing down that, that one specific note. At least on average. I mean, there's always uh, yeah. going to be exceptional yeah. things, yeah. but uh, on average, it seems to work a little bit better. Well, and that's the point of, uh, like, try it, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, add a little drops of water. Give it a try. If you don't you like do it with like that whiskey, it, then, then don't, don't do it, it again the next time. Exactly. And if you really like it, then do it all the time. Yep. Um, so the one we all have in common next is the 10-year, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Are you done your one? Your 7.1? Uh, mostly. I was going to leave just a tiny bit. Okay. I have a little tiny bit that I'll leave as well. So we got this one. This is uh, Octomore 10 year. Uh, I have, there's different releases of this. There's a few different editions. I have the 2016 second release of it. I don't know if you guys have exactly the same one or, or not. Well, I have, the, I have the one that Brad has, so he would have to. Oh, let's see. Yeah, gotcha. Tell me, we don't always get that info in Canada. So let's see. Um, also, um, I'm curious because I remember, I forget who said it. I forget, yeah, I forget who said it, but oh no, I think it was Mike. Is that Mike? Regardless, um, using an alcohol to uh, cleanse the palate after strong whiskeys or alcohols. And some and the person that I was watching the video said gin was really good. Have oh. you guys do you guys know anything about that or have you heard? I've never tried that. I, I could I, I could see that. Probably, yeah, I could see how that could could work. I'm gonna. This does look like it's the uh, 2016 second limited release. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna grab my botanist bottle and do a little shot to cleanse my. You know what? I'll do the same because I'm still tasting it. I mean, of course, yeah, well, lingers forever. I'll do a tiny bit of that as well. That seems like it would work. It kind of kind of resets. Oh, there it is, right? So uh, I saw in the chat Ryan, who is he's a local Austin magnificent bastard. Uh, we just saw on Monday night, uh, along with James Bricker. Um, did anybody water down their blend at Balcones or did they leave it at cast strength? Uh, of course, they were talking about the blending class that Ryan and Jared and I went to and made our own Balcones single malt blends. I think everybody left it at cast strength. I mean, I know I did, I think you two guys did. Um, I don't recall anybody, there were a few people who decided to not blend at least one of their bottles and just pick a single barrel and just leave it. I thought kind of defeated the point of the class a little. But so J Jeremy Sims in the chat just said the, the gin thing is a rumor. It'll just get you drunk quicker. That's the whole well, point I, of the stream. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I guess we'll find out because science. All right. Um, are you going to shoot it or just going to sip it, Josh? I think I'm just going to take a sip or two and kind of be done. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> that won't get you drunk any quicker. I have two more Octomores to sip on. I'll be fine. True. <laughs> um, 
So we, we of course, we've been shouting out the Rock Gut Review, and, of course, Roy Akavite, amazing. What a, uh, what a star that gentleman is. A star all day long. But uh, there's one other channel, a local guy that lives just a little bit outside of Austin. I wanted to give a little shout-out. It's called Whiskey and Barbecue. Uh, if you want to, like, even right now, just go over, subscribe to those guys. They do a whiskey review, I think it's once a week. On Wednesdays, I believe. I think they put one out today that was on the black end of the Metallica whiskey. Oh. And then um, they also do uh, mostly grilling and, and barbecue smoking videos over the weekend. So you get a little bit of like whiskey tasting. It's a group of mostly three guys that, that get together and drink whiskey and, and talk about it. And then uh, and then you get one of them. It's a pretty good uh, chef. And he, he really knows how all of his grilling and barbecue techniques and stuff so that's a cool channel go check it out yeah i'm gonna do that uh as soon as we're done this because you mentioned it just before we came on uh mentioned to me just before we came on uh chat and um not no no time because we were too busy preparing this professional production yeah uh oh wow that's so much different than the 7.1 the 10 year oh yeah, yeah. for sure oh, yeah. Boy, I, I, this is this is my first time having the 10 I think. No, it's not. I was really drunk, though, the first time, so that doesn't count. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I find that with uh, heavily peated whiskeys especially, that the longer they age, the more the peat gets kind of turned down. This is supposedly less heavily peated anyway. It's at 167 ppm versus 208 on the 7.1, so a bit of a difference. Um, but really, I think the extra time in the cask uh, tends to turn down the smoke and peat notes a little more. Although they're still there, they're still definitely there. Oh yeah, for sure. I want to I want to bring something to our attention really quickly, and I keep on intervening, which I'm not going to apologize for uh, because whatever. But uh, Mr. Whiskey Wise, Mitch Weddle, uh, <laughs> says that uh, screw gin and the horse it rode in on. It smells like pine sole and tastes similar. Yeah, that's uh, we know we know Mitch is not a gin fan. I'm not a I, I like has some, he, but he has, has like I'm since I used to really like gin, and then there was a period of my life where I stopped liking it because it was just it led to too many mistakes in my early twenties. Uh, but the botanist is is just wonderful. Um, I'm not really sure had it before, but it's 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 so nice. I mean, I, you know, I had high expectations of it anyway, just being Bricklotti product. Um, but really, I, I think objectively, it's, it's kind of a unique and exceptional gin. So if you're not a big gin fan, it's not super like piney or junipery. I mean, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, Jason B, once again, with a couple of shots. What if we just love Brad and are kind of met on the other two? Wrong. <laughs> that's, that's fair that, you'd just be wrong is what you'd be that's... <laughs> well i'm i'm met on myself and i love brad so i it's it's mute it's it's it we we're, we're the same way so it's a wash is what you're saying it doesn't, it's fine. <laughs> um the mike mike lissack i hope i'm pronouncing your last name right uh is it was it mike who said that no steve a my apologies mike um if i missed a question before redo it but uh steve a the glass i'm using is the magnificent bastard glass from uh the whiskey vault 
Unless you were talking about my shot glass, it's it's a it's a shot glass from Biza. Oh, yeah, party boy, fancy. Yeah, I, it was brought back to me. I've never been to a Biza, but I like to tell people that I have been. But I guess now the cat's out of the bag. The bag's out of the cat. <laughs> <laughs> the bag's out of the cat. I hope the, the bag. Was, the bag. Why was the bag the in the cat? Car. That's not where it's supposed to be. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there goes Vito again, putting bags and cats. <laughs> Can't take him anywhere. Uh, thoughts on the ten? Thoughts on the ten-year-old? Well, just to a, to appease Ryan, it's real good. Yeah, it is it's, real good. It's definitely more like flowery in a interesting yeah. way than the seven point one. I get a lot, a lot more of like a caramel or butterscotch kind of thing on it, which makes yeah. a lot of sense, yeah. right? You know, more more time in the barrel for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm I'm a little taken aback by just how different it is. Yeah, no, it's 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 it it's really good. Different. You can definitely get a little bit of the the bitterness from the barrel, but like it's it's sweet enough that like it's not harsh. It just, yeah, you can just tell I'm, that it's a little bit older of a thing. And we were yeah, I think when people talk about bitter, bitterness in a whiskey, that's like. That sounds off-putting, right? But uh, that's a balance to the sweetness if it's done yeah. right. Like you yeah. should be able to pick up on it, but it shouldn't be off-putting. Like it's not bitter, but I could, I could just like I could taste a little bit of like, yeah, okay, that was sitting in a barrel for quite a long, quite a while. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's. It has, it has like, it has like a nice, like a like a <laughs> talisker level of brine to it. Sure. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, the um, the the nose doesn't have as much peat and smoke to it uh, to me as the seven point one by far. Uh, it's that? much more muted on the nose, and then and then you take a sip and you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like just nicely muted down to like um, like a more approachable. Level, yeah, it's definitely mellowed, but I mean that's relative to the right. it's <laughs> to the regular. Mellow, right? You like, give it to someone who isn't used to whiskey. Like, what the hell are you trying to kill me? What's going on? I mean, let's uh, let's compare it to something else, right? Like, uh, say, a uh, Corey Brecken. You what? think it's more aggressive than Corey Brecken or less? It's. I would always. I would say that it's less spiky than Corey Brecken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've, it's been a long time since I've had Court of Reckon, so I can't really say. But I, 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 I Court, love Court of Reckon. It's, it's more one of my near favorite as salty as, uh, as the Court of Reckon. And keep in mind, too, I mean, this is post a pour of 7.1, True. right? So we're already, you know, sort of, I mean, Octomore is a palate wrecker yeah, sure. from the get-go, right? Yeah. Though that gin really did help. Mitch. <laughs> so you say. More sip here, let's see. Just what a drunk would say. <laughs> so you guys saw it. I saw it uh, on the Whiskey Tribe uh, Facebook group uh, a little bit today, a little bit yesterday, I think, about the uh, the whiskey. Although we, we know it's it's not whiskey technically, but they were calling it whiskey in the article that was made from diabetic urine. Oh, I yes. thought that was a joke. I, I looked it up. Uh, it seems 
Okay, I put minutes of research into it. <laughs> Dozens of seconds of research. It's very scientific, very professional as usual, but Absolutely. it appears to be a thing that's been done. Of course, yes, that's not whiskey. You're not malting pee, right? You might, you might have a wee dram, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, Josh. A, a wee dram, am, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to pull. I want to put a bag over my head right now. <laughs> Just get it out of the cat first. <laughs> you, you don't want to use a cat bag for that. That's oh, the smell alone. Oh my. Uh, Jeremy is saying it is a joke. I mean, I suspected it would probably be a joke, so. but it. I saw like three or four articles showing bottles that you could buy that stuff, and I was like. Maybe that's real. I don't know. People bake things with all kinds of weird stuff, man. <laughs> There's like breast milk ice cream and all like. Yep. There's uh, beer fermented with weird things. Weirder things have happened for sure. <laughs> um, how's that pole looking, by the way? I think we forgot about it. Oh, I haven't forgotten. I was just going to let it sit for a minute and go, oh, okay, there's no contest. Okay, what do you think the results were? Out of, there were 16 votes, right? That's it, 16. 16 votes. 28 people are in here. Guys. Slackers. Yeah. I could post it one more time, but. Let's give it it another couple minutes. Okay. Yeah, Jason doesn't even know know about it. Okay, so here's the poll. We're trying to figure out which of the Mario brothers, our tiny Italian, our whiskey pixie, Vito, is he Mario or is he Luigi? So we'll give it another couple minutes. Yeah, I, don't, I like this. Uh, I like the tin year, man. Like a rich um, French vanilla. Yeah, it's nice and. Um, there's some some added complexity there, whereas the seven point one is great for a very you know in your face punch, but there's there's some nice complexity I think that gets added by uh, by the extra five years in the barrel. Definitely. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, um, I I really like this ten, and I'm really upset that I only have maybe two pours of it left. Oh really? Yeah, mine feels pretty light as well. Uh, well maybe about half. Mine is pretty light. Um, there's there's some left, but not a lot. <laughs> um, Jason B said, uh, "Would Vito be more Waluigi?" We discussed this. Right. Uh, <laughs> I can see I, where you would say that. I, I am not that. tall or lanky enough to be Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So you're you're out of Octomore options now, right? Me? Yeah, I'm. Pro- um, I I may blend the two. That's a good idea. That's interesting. Um, and then because my pod's ruined, just stick with the seven point one, I guess. There you go. And but Brad, Brad has one more, correct? I do. I have an eight point one. I have. 7.3 and 8.3. Now, 8.3 is supposed to be 
It's this guy. Uh, supposed to be, I think, the most heavily peated in terms of measuring PPM uh, that's ever been created. This, I, I think that's right. Uh, it's a little different bottle, too. This is one of the master class bottling. So I think uh, the 8.3s were after um, the, his name escapes me. The original master distiller left. This is a, the 8.3s were released with the new distiller, master distiller. Okay. That's why they rebranded it as Masterclass. Gotcha. And the new, uh, the new Port Charlotte had been rebranded as Masterclass ones as well, if I'm not mistaken. So this is the, the of course, the presentation on this guy, the frosted glass, get out of here. That's amazing, right? It like, does look great. Versus uh, the black ones are really sexy, but these just come on. Um, beautiful, super cool looking. And then... Um, they get even more detailed on it, which I love. You know, if you're going to nerd out on whiskey, the more transparent details you can get, um, kind of the better I feel about it. So this goes down to it's from Octomore Farm, the barley from, from Isla, and it goes down to the field. This was in Church Field on Octomore Farm on Isla. And uh, aged five years, just like, just like the other, uh, you know, 7.1 and the uh, 7.3 that I have there. Um, but yeah, it goes up to 309 PPM and 61.2%. So that is a hell of a whiskey right there. Yeah. Um, really quickly answering to um, Mike uh, Lissack, um, Octomore uh, is out of Brooklady. So yeah. it's just, they've just branded it as Octomore. Right. So if anybody is not familiar, Brooklady has. The Brook Lottie line is unpeated, right? Uh, like Classic Lottie and uh, others in that range that are labeled with the distillery name. Yeah. And then, and then you have Port Charlotte. Port Charlotte's kind of their, say, regular peated range. And then Octomore is kind of the experimental, super heavily peated range. And as well as the Botanist Gin we were talking about earlier. Yes. Also, also mine there. Botanist Gin, if you like gin, yes, I recommend it. Um, I think we all do. Absolutely. Also, if you're feeling really uh, daring, uh, blend a splash uh, each of the botanist gin and the uh, and an octomore, preferably the seven point one, and uh, you'll get drunk real quick. <laughs> but it's also uh, reminiscent of like raw bacon strips being put on a grill, and you get that rush of bacon flavor right in your right in your face yeah that's what it tastes like just like just fresh bacon delicious so i'm gonna add three drops of water to my tenure here just like i did with the 7.1 we'll see what that does to it yeah i'm not gonna do that with this one i'm just switching to oh. 8.1 oh yeah that that makes the uh that makes all the smoke jump out on the nose right there they were i was having trouble finding it um at least as obviously as the 7.1. I was having trouble getting it before, but interesting. Um, so Jason B said, asked, uh, well, didn't ask, said, you look fairly tall on camera referencing, like talking about talking to me must be the angle. It really is the angle. Um, <laughs> I can promise you he's not. If, if you've ever met Daniel Whittington uh, or anyone 5'8 or shorter, I am shorter than that. 
That's right. That's right. You are I'm like, a, I'm like five seven and uh, seven eighths. Seven eighths. Yeah. I mean, they don't call you the Wixie Pixie for nothing. <laughs> and I'm um, curious how that came about. Uh, Rex Williams from the Whiskey Vault joined the chat last week and uh, uh, christened me with an official name because uh, I was that is, that is the proper term, I think. Because I because I uh, I uh, was silly enough to ask for a name. And, and <laughs> that's on you, big time. So. <laughs> uh. It's great though because because Vito just owns it. Yeah, yep. There's only one way to, to, to handle something like that. So, yes, up apparently I said Wixie instead of whiskey. Wixie, Wixie, With the whiskey pixie. I mean, <laughs> you could say like the whiskey pixie. Good whiskey, really? And my joke was bad. It would be a little weird, but you could. It's just a bunch of bad jokes tonight on cash strength and <laughs> as per, we'll find as some per the usual. So, yeah, I, I actually don't know that I, I like adding, I, I, I rather liked adding water to the 7.1. Um, it did bring out a lot of sweetness and kind of towards the, when I, when I added water a second time, it, it almost made it too sweet for me, but uh I don't really like it on the 10 year nearly as much. It does bump up the smoke, but it also bumps up the bitterness in a way that I don't like. So, which is interesting. Uh, you know, you'd, you'd think that they would behave similarly, but uh, I don't know, at least to me right now, it doesn't. So I've got, Again, the point threes. The point threes, I think, generally are some kind of wine cask finished things like that, if I remember correctly. I think you're right. Yeah, we'll yeah. just say you're right. Yeah, I think that's right. It's let's, probably a mix let's of wine cask. You're right. And if not, we can <laughs> make retractions next time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we'll totally uh, correct ourselves next time. But anyway, they they do interesting things rather than you know it, sort of more traditional aging. There's there's uh, cask finishing and things going on with the point threes, which my one of my top top five for sure whiskeys of all time is that seven point three right here. Blows me away with how complex and unique and uh, just interesting that it is. Uh, I've I've got two thirds of a bottle left, and I think I need to track down another one before I run out because it's really just that amazing. And I've had the eight point three before. Obviously, this isn't. You know, it's been opened. So I've sampled them both. Uh, 8.3 is also amazing, but to me, 7.3 is kind of where it's at. Yeah. Well, this 8.1 is is pretty damn good. I got to say, I think I like the 10-year the better, but the 8.1 is, is, it's very like salted ham just on like the back end, even like. It's, it's so before I pour... I think I'm going to, I haven't had it in a while. I think I'm going to go with the 7.3. Um, before we do that though, checking back in on the poll, we got 94% voted for Luigi. Oh boy. You got one, you got one vote for Mario. I, I swear I, I know who it was. was me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you voted for yourself, I bet. Sure, I, sure. I, I swear it wasn't me. <laughs> sure, sure. So I'm Luigi, the whiskey pixie. <laughs> I guess I'm not sure how that works, but all right. 
I have so many names. I went from none to many. So yeah, you that, have you have happened. so many nicknames now, actually. More than anyone, I think. Does that make me special? Oh, definitely. Of course. Hey, I'm special. Uh, Steve uh, either knows or looked it up for us, saying the 8.3 is finished in assorted wine casks. Yeah, that's that. That's what I thought. It was. I, I think that's true of both of them. Generally, the any of the point threes have some sort of cask finish like that. I think uh, the nines are. I think the nines moved away from that. If I'm not mistaken, the nine point uh, the nine point octopus. Yeah, they are doing something different with that. I don't remember what what it is, but I. I haven't seen them in stores yet. I know there's a few stores around in Austin that are supposed to be getting them in um, in December, supposedly. But Sweet. Oh, um, Ed's saying 7.3 Spanish wine cast. There you go. That, maybe that explains why I love it so much, because I tend to like Spanish wine. There you go. Um, I, I want to... I'm going to... This is completely um, different than... Well, we haven't... We didn't discuss this at all, but I thought this would be a good opportunity. Um to ask the chat something. Uh, so we've been um, adding in weekend fiddly bits videos, uh, doing reviews and um, uh, visits to breweries and distilleries are coming up and whatnot. Um, but I wanna ask and source uh, whiskey rating terms. So um, I want I, I want to source five names from from you guys, uh, and um, obviously going from bad to really freaking good. So like one being I'd never buy this whiskey, I throw it into the garbage, a la Canadian Mist or Hay Club, and five being you know an Octomore or um, you know something insanely amazing that uh, you have to get your hands on again. Right. So, um, I want to try and um, d differentiate a little bit from tribe terms, though. So, like dolphin smooth, um, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I if you're like you're talking about a rating scale, not so much describe, yeah. not so much descriptor words like smooth or spiky or peaty or whatever, et cetera, Right? Yeah. You're wanting more. I hated it. I'll never buy it again. Oh, if it was on sale, I might buy it again. To yeah. I have to have this all the time. I'll never be without a bottle in my collection. Yeah. Right? And everything in between there, right? Um, <clears throat> because, I mean, most people do. It's a 1 to a 5 or a 1 to 10. <laughs> I like that save for the in-laws. Save for the in-laws. I, I kind I of, like uh, I, don't, I don't mind that, actually. That's kind of cool. I, like <laughs> I wouldn't gargle with this. Unicorn blood. I like unicorn blood. Unicorn I'm going to assume, knowing Christina, that unicorn blood means amazing. Uh, smooth like buttered glass. <laughs> Whoa, that's Thanks. insanely uh, descriptive. Yep. Whoop. I'm going to go ahead and pour some of this 7.3 here. Yeah, go for it, guys. While I just kind of survey the chat while everyone's kind of. Uh, uh, oh, there we go. Jeff Patron, zero toilet, one hogwash, two ham water, three salami, four watermelon, and salt, five bacon. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically uh, so drinking ham water right now, and it's delicious. I don't know. What pretty much. So complex, uh, Brudener runs out of words. That's it. 
yeah so uh, that's yeah, number five so complex brudner runs out of words jane that's uh Allah, um Allah, jesus christ that is from yeah. james dennis uh toronto uh resident a fellow torontonian is that the correct torontonian the torontonian <laughs> is that the correct term sure just for you just for me yeah that's special um all right so the the presentation on this guy uh this is a different field on on octomorphon the lorgba field um 169 ppm again five years and 63 percent uh and most importantly the super cool frosted bottle oh sorry i gotta i gotta sorry josh Steve yeah. A, and I think we might use this or tweak it a little bit, uh, said the rating scale should be not whiskey, 40%, 43%, 46% cast strength whiskey. Ooh, using the ABV scale. I kind of like that. I do kind of like that. I like that. Good work. Although that could be confusing, right? Like if you're rating a whiskey and you start saying like, oh, well, this one's 46%. Well, we'd have to kind of come up with like a graphic of some sort saying yeah. on the cat right. on, on the uh, on the percentage scale, this rates uh forty six percent on the on our rating. It could we could probably do something like that. I think we can do it. Yeah, yeah. probably make it work. The winner gets gets uh, a personalized uh, pair of pants from me. Ooh, personalized. You're into that business now? You get on webcams and send people your pants that you've worn through the internet? Is that what you do? Um, I've, <laughs> saved every, I've worn a different pair of pants for every live stream, and they're all hanging ready to send out at a moment's notice. <laughs> See, what you need nice. to do is you need to show people which pants you're wearing. That way they know they can match it up to the episode. Oh, YouTube is going to shut us down. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> uh, I'll pass it pants thanks though oh steve don't break my heart man oh <laughs> you can just resell them it's fine they just have a little bit of pixie dust in there <laughs> um or you know the uh like a glen karen scale one glen karen to five glen karens we could probably mm, yeah that's that's a nice one uh sure. easy easy yeah um this this 7.3 man i swear it's it's just magnificent <laughs> bedazzled with pixie dust yes exactly yes, <laughs> worth. um right got review ed's got to get out of here good night ed yeah. good night ed um yeah we could we could use the brand scale we could go from not nice kind of nice nice Real nice, real, real nice. Real sure. good. Sure. Good, yeah, real good. We could do that. Okay, so you have the 7.3, right, Josh? Yeah. Oh, my God. Brad, what do you got? 8.1. 8.1. I'm going to do the blend of the 10-year and the 7.1. I guess I'll put it in the magnificent bastard glass. It's a, it is a ma fairly magnificent uh, blend. 
I mean, this this brings me to some Adam Brudner esque tasting notes, actually, which is not normally I, I normally can't pull that off, but this reminds me of have you ever had bacon wrapped dates? Yes. No, I've never had a date before. Dates or maybe figs? Some kind of like some kind of like dark fruit like that, right? Like wrapped in bacon and then grilled over a wood fire. God damn so, it. You see what I'm saying? But okay, hold on. So it's the fig with like the fruity, dark fruit sweetness. The bacon's meaty, salty, briny. Then you get the smoke from the fire that it's being grilled on. And then you pair it with some strong cheese. Amazing. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh. It's it's like it's like posh hors d'oeuvres in a whiskey. Nice. How about that uh, eight point one? It's it's good. It's not as complex, I think, as what you're describing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's very it's very sort of salted pork, salted ham kind of a, a vibe to it, with a sweetness that it's not it's not like that icing sugar uh, that I was getting on the ten. But there's definitely like a, a sweet floral thing going on in the background. But it's more in the background where like with the ten, that's kind of the more forward part. Right. Right. Uh, Steve, absolutely. Almond stuff, bacon wrap dates. He, he knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, if you can still find this around, I mean, I'd just buy it on site if you've never had it before. Don't even question it. If you're into we don't interesting, of complex, peaty whiskey, like, do it. Yeah, we don't get a lot of the Octomores showing up uh, in Ontario, so I've snatched them up every time that I've seen a new one. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. How's that blend so, treating you there, Vito? Um, not that great. Really? Hmm. Um, the two are better by themselves. It ruined the balance of both of both of them. And we've and we've mm -hmm. talked about this before. Just the balance that they've achieved with each individual release. That you do anything to sort of like tweak it a bit. And it kind of just falls apart a little bit. Not that it's bad. It's just I would much rather have the 7.1 by itself or the 10 by itself. This kind of falls a little bit short of both of them. I could see that. I'm liking Mitch's scale. Undrinkable. Mixer. Unoffensive. Have it on hand and try before you die. I do like that a lot. Yeah. Right, very, get, very cool. get that man a pair of pants. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, the yeah, I'd rather have the the, the two by themselves. Sure, That's fair. Um, I'm sure I've ever added water to this whiskey, so again, I'm gonna give that a go. Do we want to put up that picture tonight? We could do that. Sure. Let's put up this picture. So um, for everyone watching, we saw a really interesting post on um, the Whiskey Tribe Facebook group um, that uh, 
kind of allowed you to, you know, build your own Kung Fu name. And we thought it would be a kind of a cool thing for people that, for everyone watching or haven't watched, uh, seen it before, uh, to put in the chat what your name is. Um, you know, you pick your favorite color, your birth month, and your birth date, and that creates your Kung Fu name, uh, which, uh, which should be kind of fun. Uh, mine was the legendary Deadly Panther. Which is uh <laughs> legendary what panther? The legendary deadly panther. Deadly Panther, gotcha. Let's, let's see here. So mine would be Holy Flame of the Invincible Boar. Oh, <laughs> okay. Y'all are gonna have to say I can't so I can't actually see that where I'm at. Hey, what's so. your favorite color? Uh let's go black. Black. Uh okay, so in the uh, day. What? Oh, you were you're breaking up there a little oh, bit. Am I back? I think back. Your birth month and your birthday. August seventh. The holy flame of the crouching swordsman. All together now? Holy flame of the crouching swordsman. Oh, that's the whole thing? Okay. Wow, that's pretty epic. Yep. What do we got in the chat? We've got... Uh, <laughs> Ryan says he's the legendary... Uh, oh, Mahela. Mahela is the legendary drunken guillotine. Nice. <laughs> I nice. would say that makes a lot of sense. Um, let's Patron see. We've is got... Master of uh, the Venom. Fist nice. of the Drunken Crane is Mitch. Fantastic. Maria M., the one-armed sleeping falcon. Very nice. <laughs> yeah, we knew Christina already was Holy Flame of the Iron Fury, which I think also makes a lot of sense. Daniel Treadwell's Holy Flame of the Sleeping Arm. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Flood, the, the one-armed drunken snake. Oh, uh, Ian's is the one-armed unseen serpent. That's uh, that's suggestive Sweet. a little bit. I mean, I I, I, I'm, I can visualize some of these. Like, I'm trying to visualize a one-armed drunken snake right now, and <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Like, he's had too much Octomore. Uh, what else do we have here? The blind unseen spider, James Dennis. We got uh, Holy Flame of the Golden Spider, Phoenix Rising. Uh... One-armed flying claw, Jason. Yeah, we got some great kung fu names in here. Maria, Maria was one-armed sleeping falcon. I don't know if we got that one already. That's kind of funny. Wu Tang. This of the nice. drunken crane. That's yeah. That's so. Uh, what is that? That's uh, Karate Kid, isn't that? Uh the crane kick. The crane yeah. Kick, yeah, like yeah. this deal, right? Yeah. Uh, what was the what was the guy's name in Karate Kid? The actor. Oh, oh, the, the actor. Oh yeah. Oh, um. Oh, God, I should know this. What was his name? Oh, it's gonna bug the hell out of me. Um. Of course, I could like Google it, but that would be cheating. No, no, that's cheating. Oh. I mean, Mr. Miyagi and Danielson. Ralph Macchio. God Ralph Macchio. Yeah, that's yeah, the Ralph one. Macchio. That's right. And William Zabka. As the bat, the bad guy. Bad guy's coming. 
So I, I added a little water to this Octomore, uh, the 7.3, and actually didn't really change that much. Um, I, I could try adding a little more, but uh, it really didn't seem to do a whole lot. Um, you know, the smoke got a little more pronounced and you know, oils came to the top sort of thing, but uh, right. didn't really blow my mind. All right. Um, what are we finishing off with for the fiddly bits? I, I want to... I wanna kind of uh, wrap up a little bit sorry to be uh you know a little bit pushy i gotta i gotta do blood work tomorrow morning so i gotta stop drinking and doing <laughs> <laughs> okay do they Good. test for peat levels in that. your blood work uh, my doc my i'm really afraid of what my doc when i answer my uh my doctor's question of how often do you drink uh a lot <laughs> yeah it's uh I'm 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 curious to see what the what um the recent increase in whiskey has done to my health. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll report back when when I get all the results. I guess. Excellent. A little decline in physical health, a little increased mental health. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll see. What, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, I'm 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 not excited for the blood work. Um, for a little squeamish, I'm sorry. Uh, I faint every time. Oh really? Yeah, I do not get. I do not uh, handle needles really well. Oh. Which people, whenever I'm there, and I tell them like, yeah, I, 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 um, I don't take like I always. I need to be on the like the bed, otherwise, like I'll pass out. They're like, but they see my arm, and it's just like, but you got tattoos. I'm like, yeah, that's a different kind of needle. It's not, <laughs> not removing blood from my body. Yeah, it, this it, one is. It's, it's a completely it's a, different thing. It's a far larger, more painful needle that I deal with for many, many hours instead of yeah. a couple of seconds. It's it's like super sprinting different. versus a long distance run. I like I like Kilojolt's uh, comment in the chat. Ask me how often I don't drink instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's that's probably what I'm gonna have to tell him. Like you better ask me. When do when don't I drink? So we'll see. But uh, do we got fifty bits? Sure. Yeah. Uh, what sure, are we What yeah. are we What are we finishing off with? By the way. Uh, drink wise. Yeah. I mean, I, I could still got pour point one. So you know, that's what I'm. I want suggestions from the chat. Y'all can see what's behind me there. Yeah. So... It can see mine too. So maybe. Well, maybe not. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We can do maybe... something completely different. Not Octomore. Um. My monkey show. I guess I could wear that eight point three, but that's like, man. <laughs> uh, Gretchen says Canadian hunter for you. Uh, John. John G. Said monkey to shoulder the hunter man. John didn't watch my our stream last week. Uh, I bottled down the monkey shoulder last week, so I have no more, uh, which kind of sucks. Um, also. Rough, I guess. Uh, we, we didn't do we didn't do something. Uh, we're gonna play a really quick game of sh uh, Shag Mary Kill Whiskey Edition. Oh okay. shit! Yes. Yeah. That's right. Um, so um, we're all gonna pick this uh, for okay for Josh. Yeah. Uh, actually, we're gonna do all all three of us the same ones. Uh, Shag Mary Kill. Uh, Ardbeg Rubidol. Uh, Octomore Seven Point One. Uh, Octomore 10. Damn you. We're going to make this really difficult. You can't make me choose. You're going to have to. Which one are you killing? Which one are you marrying? Which one are you uh, going to have a nice one-night stand with? Huh. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to say you shag the 10. Well, I'm going to shag the 7.1. Going to marry the Oogadol. And I'm going to kill the 10 year. Okay. Brad? Because, because the Oogadol, I'm going to marry the Oogadol because you can find it. It's reliable. It's interesting. It's not boring. It's a beautiful, beautiful whiskey, but it's not—it's not some like unicorn that's hard to find. It's—I feel like if Octomore was was if you were married to Octomore, Octomore would be like a little full of itself, maybe. I, I, <laughs> I'm with Jeffrey Patron on this polyamorous relationship with the seven point one and the Ugadol. <laughs> no judgments, man. No, I—I—I I, I think I'm with Josh. I—I I would marry the Ugi. Uh, shag the 7.1 and kill the 10 yeah yeah that's, that's rough though man that's that's I'd, tough i'd rather can just I, like yeah. all can i just can i just become know? like a whiskey mormon and marry all of them exactly that... <laughs> i had to i had to make it easy hard this time because last week we uh we made it way too easy yeah, we could true. all just that's pick easy. different ones and become whiskey swingers, you know? It's yeah, kind of oh, cool. yeah, there you go. Just shag them all. Yeah, so I'm going to um, shag the the Ugadol. I'm going to marry the 7.1, and I'm going to kill the 10 year. Right. Beto wants to marry a feisty one, huh? Yep, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I could see that. I, I like I like that little bit of feistiness that'll uh, put me in my place every now and then. Yeah, you need to keep a little spice in there, huh? Yeah. Sure. Fair enough. Also, someone will talk back to me just a little bit when I get out of line. <laughs> yeah. right. Nice. Um, so yeah, okay. So let's. Uh, that I, I kind of like that that uh, that little that little game. So I think we might do that. Uh, that is that is a fun game. That's yeah. For sure. Uh, Ryan, Ryan asked if we have any plans for the infamous advent calendar. Um, you know, Daniel, uh, whiskey Vault's going to be doing a video every day with, uh, the advent calendar stuff. So I think that's really my plan for it is we've got it sitting over here next to me. Everybody's seen the pictures. Um, is that, that's what attracted me to buying it in the first place. Uh, you know, the main thing that made me go over the edge and, and, and shell out the money for it was the month long drink along, yeah. right? That sounds pretty awesome. So I think I think the advent calendar will be me and Gretchen said she wants to try everyone as well. So That's cool. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll sit down, we'll put on the video, we'll pour the whiskey and and drink along with uh, with Daniel and. Yeah, I think that's going to be our plan for it. Probably, probably not try and wedge that into our show. Yeah, that's pretty much my plan too. Maybe do some like weekly recaps of you know what I liked and didn't like or whatever. Through yeah, the we could probably do that. Like just uh, Wednesday, like Wednesday, daily Wednesday things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's move to Philly bits and get uh, get out of here. Yeah. Um, mine would be there is. A cool podcast, uh, and you can again watch it on YouTube, um, just like just like us. But uh, I believe it's actually on a radio station as well in Houston uh, called Whiskey Neat. Okay. And uh, so I've been I've been 
doing some work uh, writing you know, for working on some stuff for distilleries here. And uh, I needed to know a little bit more about Iron Root Republic Distillery, which is in Denison, Texas, just north of Dallas, um, run by two brothers, the Licorice Brothers, who uh, we got to meet in Austin uh, during the Crowded Barrel opening. Really cool guys, and I'm really liking what they're doing with their whiskey. They're doing a bunch of interesting stuff. And so they brought Robert Licorice in there. And for an hour, I think it was an hour 15 maybe, sat down with him and uh, I forget the guy's name, but he's the head of the uh, Bourbon Society in Houston. And, uh, and then the host of the show, Whiskey Neat. And uh, it was just a really, really eye-opening, interesting conversation. And I learned all, all kinds of details <clears throat> about what Iron Root is doing, uh, experiments they're doing, their, their approach to making bourbon and making corn whiskey up there and, and other things. And it was just a really fascinating conversation. I got all kinds of information out of it. It was almost like, like research for me. And uh, just a cool thing, even if you put it on in the background, check it out. So uh, you can go to their Facebook page, Whiskey Neat. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Very cool. Brad, mine, anything? Mine, with all of the traveling that I've been doing the last couple of weeks, I, I got to say the largest fiddly bit that I own would be the new Tesla Model 3 that I got a few weeks back. Yeah. That has, that has helped me survive the massive amount of traveling that I've been doing by basically driving itself most of the time which has been amazing super minimalistic i love it it's awesome in every way Vito got to sit in it <laughs> yeah i did and it was but i didn't have works. the plates yet so we couldn't go for a drive when he was here <laughs> but it's it's just super comfy and nice and it feels like you're driving like a weird future rocket ship it's it's craziness yeah, that's uh, the pictures you've sent us have uh, have looked pretty awesome, man. Um, I'm more than a little bit jealous of that. So, yeah, well, what are these very, days? Uh, I'll do just like a massive road trip down to Austin with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll take a couple of days though. Yeah, swing through Toronto, pick up Vito, exactly. pick up Adam. Exactly. Yeah, just pick up people along the way, pick up, drop off. You know, do little hangouts along the way, whatever the result. Mm -hmm. What kinds of we need stuff. we probably need about two three weeks of that yeah we don't work it's okay it's fine whatever <laughs> <laughs> how about you Vito? um all right um i'm gonna do a podcast um uh if you guys like sports specifically um nfl football and you'll like uh some comedy injected in there the Jesselnick and Rosenthal Vanity Project, um, hosted by Anthony Jesselnick, comedian extraordinaire, uh, and um, Greg Rosenthal from NFL Media. They do a joint podcast together uh, where they just kind of get together once a week, uh, talk a little bit about the games, but just uh, uh, spew nonsense uh, towards each other. And it's a lot of fun. It's really, it's one of my favorite podcasts. And I'm, there was a, about a two or three year hiatus and uh, they finally got it back on air because uh, of complications concerning some of the content, which uh, makes it really kind of uh, the contents where it, why, why it's so, so cool, but uh, they got shut down by the NFL and they moved over to comedy center to the podcast. So it's a lot of fun. If you like sports and you like um, dark humor, check it out. 
It's all mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So that's the uh, Jelsenik and Rosenthal Vanity Project. Uh, right. Jared Lee. So yeah, uh, that's my fiddly bit. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. And I guess with that, we'll... It can fit a good five people. Easy. It's, it's you know... Six... I mean, Vito's tiny. He can sit on somebody's lap. It's fine. So it has a front trunk, right? Right? Like, it Vito does. can go in yeah, the front just trunk. Right, just right in the, <laughs> in the front trunk. Sure. That'll be a little bit of space, <laughs> but it, I'm sure it's fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll survive. Yeah, I'll sit, I'll sit on lines. Perfect. There you go. Uh, all right, so shall we get out of here? I guess so. All right. Um, okay, so I guess before uh, we a- we end off, while we still have a good amount of people uh, on the in the chat, um, we're aiming for every Wednesday now. Thursdays are our extremely our extreme backup days. Um, so expect it. Expect the stream every Wednesday night, same time. Um, but we'll let everyone know early in the week if uh, something comes up. Um, I think we think we're all the three of us are in agreement that Wednesdays are um, doable going forward, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the only reason it would change is if somebody has, you know, some some kind of special commitment or something like that. We're we're going to try and keep it consistent. Someone right? keeps leaving the country randomly for weeks on end, you know, some kind of whatever. We got on fine without you when you were on the run. I'm surprised you had me back. <laughs> we, were, we were debating firing you on on air, so uh, you, you you made you made it through an entire episode. So I think we'll keep you around. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. Uh, yeah, I just saw. I just want to say real quick, uh, Dan Dewberry. I just saw in the chat. Uh, great to have you in here, Dan Dewberry. I'm going to his house on Saturday for what looks to be a pretty awesome Scotch tasting party. So very excited for that. I need to still pick up. I'm bringing. Kleinleash fourteen, uh, one of my one of my favorite whiskeys. So it is a tasty one. Yeah, yeah, it's really really good. So yeah, see you guys on Saturday. Cheers. All right. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, let's get out of here. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. You guys uh, are the reason we keep coming back. And uh, hope you're enjoying our company and our rambling and the obscene amount of. Uh, knowledge and professionalism that we provide absolutely uh, professional yeah yeah so uh yeah so stay safe stay classy we'll see you next week sancha cheers guys cheers